0: On this episode of the Spivey Special Podcast, we have our two time guest, Kevin Lindner. We talk about his favorite dessert, we talk about the Warriors Dynasty and skunks.
1: to episode 63 of the Spivey Special
0: Podcast. The old Gene Upshaw, I like to call it. We got blown up because we didn't actually have an athlete prepared from last week. I think it was like 4.50 in the morning, like he has a newborn or something. (laughs) He does. Hey, babe.
1: (laughs) All right. We got a fun episode today. We
0: call this the old makeup exam. Yes, the old rain check episode. We'll talk about why, but we have Kevin
2: Lindner. What's going on, guys? It's good to see you guys Welcome again. Welcome
1: back to the show. You're a two timer. Yep. You're in a very exclusive club with Sarah. Yeah, I think that's and it. Vito.
2: <laughs> I feel lucky. <laughs> I'm excited. It's
1: a very exclusive company that we have. So we didn't do this last time that you're here. So we're gonna just jump right in into it, and we are gonna do get to know your guest.
0: The Spivey brothers are always here, but who is joining them
1: today? Who is it? Who is it? Sit back and let's find out together with Get to Know
0: Your Guest. All right, we got Get to Know Your Guest. Let's find out a little bit more about Kevin Linder. I don't know if I want to, but I mean, we don't really have a choice because it's the segment that we're doing. Kevin, break down why you couldn't make it about, what would you say, 14 weeks ago to yeah. come back on?
2: Yeah, it was late March. Uh, while well, was playing in a basketball game the day of that we were supposed to see you guys and uh, called Troy at like 5 o'clock saying hey I'm on my way to the ER I ruptured my Achilles so it was not fun.
0: So I have a couple questions on this. Um, we're like I know you're playing one-on-one with a neighbor down the street. Did, did you like make all the kids watch you two play, or like did they get a chance to play at all?
2: No, no. <laughs> the court is ours when when we're playing. They have to make sure that they stay out of the uh, the court. We have our chalk line and everything. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. <laughs>
1: Is this another adult that you're playing with? Yeah. Just no, 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 no. Like running the court? No, like, no, it's it's another adult.
2: It was COVID. We we're trying to stay in shape as much as possible when we can't, you know, go to open gyms or anything like that. So. I thought
1: the point of the lockdown was to get
0: as fat as possible. <laughs> There's a couple of us here tonight that are winning that game, so <laughs> you lose, Kev. And I can see the problem I have with your theory, Zach, is I've played... In the same game and outscored Kevin. So I don't know if a six year old would be losing. I think Kevin would have to play like every other game.
2: It's true. Yeah. My uh my eight year old is uh getting really good and I don't think I'm gonna be much better than him for much longer, so
0: <laughs> Yeah, your defense is good, but we all know Can't score. Duct tape's not gonna fix that jumper. Yep,
2: that's exactly right.
0: <laughs> all right, so now we have some random questions, I think, to get to know you a little bit better. Kev, what's your favorite dessert? I know last time you were on we talked about awful milkshakes at nation's but what is your favorite dessert um
2: i think it depends on the season like uh thanksgiving uh i'm i really like the pumpkin pies um but you can't go wrong with ice cream um i think ice cream is kind of a go-to so i like ice cream doesn't matter what flavor it's basically any flavor i can be down with so
0: you can't really eat pumpkin pie in july can you
2: exactly exactly
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm asking the wrong guy over here. He kind of looks like a pumpkin, and I think he has pie in his beard. You can't
1: prove that.
2: I wouldn't try. All
1: right, Kev, What is your spirit animal?
2: Yeah, spirit animal. Um, thinking.
1: Probably not a kangaroo. Right yeah,
2: now? not a kangaroo or a cheetah or anything, a cheetah like that. But uh, I'm gonna go with a tortoise, just because it takes me forever to get around anywhere so that's kind of how you drive
0: too. a lot like me very slow very slow
2: driver not in any rush to to, uh to get anywhere so i'll go with the tortoise very happy you have a shell just in case you run into
0: something (laughs) i like it exactly all right we kind of got a weird question this week is if you were a soda what would you be
2: like the flavor of soda or
0: just a type of soda yeah give it to us
2: um i'm gonna go caffeine free Mm -hmm. sprite Nice and plain and boring. It's kind of how I am, so I'll go Sprite.
0: The old Sprite tortoise coming in. Exactly. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> if this hasn't jacked you up for the rest of this show, I don't know what will. We're off the rails Zach, what soda would you be?
1: Mountain Dew Baja Blast.
0: I could see that. Yeah. I would probably be, it's not a soda, but it would just be Red Energy Drink. Just red bland. In. That oh, one gosh. I made you drink that Sarah bought, That was like... Oh, man, that was... Literally just a red energy drink on it. Not a flavor, just a color. And that's what it tasted like. It Sounds tasted awful. like red. Yeah. March Madness is coming up. I love March Madness. We're going to Reno, I think, not counting last year, but I think this is like six of the last seven years we'll yeah. be up there.
2: Yeah, we've gone to Reno, made it a trip. Um, Why look, is it... We look forward to it every single year. We start talking about it in November, so
0: we talk about it the week we come home yeah we go all right 51 more weeks exactly should we book a room now Mm -hmm. or do you
2: think we should wait get better pricing it'll be different this year though
0: but why is it the best two days in sports
2: personally it just it's just so much fun to watch all the tournament games i mean you have you know on a normal tournament 16 16 games on thursday and friday and it's literally nonstop basketball from nine o'clock till you know 10 o'clock at night and it's uh, it's just the tournament is so unique. It's win or go home, and you know, win in advance. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I don't know. It's a lot more fun watching it in a sports book just to see the reactions of of people. You know,
0: people making shots at the buzzer to win by only twenty seven, exactly. and the clouds going the, crazy. The whole book cause... is
2: just going nuts. <laughs> and you know, any normal person walking by is like, it's a twenty seven point game. Why are why are people going crazy? So it's funny.
0: Now do you think it'll be a lot more different this year?
2: Yeah, I do. I just I think the way that the schedule is going to be, I think it's going to be probably a lot less games throughout the day just because of you know the sites have to be clean, you know, cleaned after every game and, and things of that nature. So, we'll see what happens. I mean, usually that first round is a Thursday, Friday, and this year it's Friday, Saturday. So, we'll see what happens.
1: That might be the one sport that will be most impacted by no fans.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, it's actually you That's know, part of the experience. Yeah. You
1: just go to a game, you don't get to find out what game it is, you just show up Yeah, and you just root for that?
2: Well, even during the regular season. I mean, like, Duke Carolina today it was just like, yeah. I mean, they're not very good teams, but you know, the, the fans kind of make that, that game and that rivalry.
0: There's nothing better in college basketball than a one seed coming into your building, you're unranked, and you're just playing out of your mind. Yeah. The crowd's going crazy. And
2: think, the players feed off of that, too. They need that, that extra push when they're that big underdog. So
0: I think that's what's missing in a lot of sports right now, especially the NBA.
1: I thought it was baseball was the one that it drove me the craziest, that there was no fans, which I didn't think would be the case because they're, like, not impacted at all, but there's so much dead time in baseball, you just need to look over at the fat guy eating the nachos or who caught the foul ball or...
0: Don't you just have a mirror? You can see the fat guy eating the nachos, like, anytime
2: you want. I
1: couldn't, yeah. It's tough to get mirrors big enough.
0: (laughs) That's
2: true. The no fans with the football this year was kind of cool, though, to hear. I mean, I know you could hear the quarterbacks do their audibles and stuff like that, but it it seemed like it was magnified this year, and I thought that was actually kind of cool.
0: I don't think it's safe in basketball to really have the no fans and hearing a lot more, yeah. like get that shot yeah. out of here. And yeah, the broadcast
2: goes like, blank they like for a second. Three
1: games, I think, with the mics on in the bubble before they turn that off. Yeah,
2: on. yeah, you can't do it. No, you cannot, especially that close to the the court, the players.
1: All right, last get to know your guest question. I had this one this afternoon. I don't know if you saw it yet. Rank these four players: Steve Nash, Jason Kidd.
2: CP3, John Stockton? Hmm, I did not see this question. So this (laughs) is uh, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, CP3, and John Stockton. I'm going to go, off the top of my head right here, I'm going to go Stockton, I'm going to go Kidd, Nash, and CP3. Because CP3 has not won literally anything in his career. So I'm going to have to go him last. Stockton is... I know Stockton didn't win a title, but uh, I guess neither did neither did Nash either, huh? I don't think Nash won one either. The
1: only one on the list that did was Jason Kidd.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I think I'm just when it comes, Stockton was more of a overall uh, two way player between the two of them. I mean, I know Kidd would get his stats and triple doubles, but Stockton was a, a hell of a defender, also.
0: I got a wild card question okay. because. You wouldn't let me ask another one we had on the list. Um, You're going to Survivor. Okay, you've seen the show.
2: Uh, To be fair, I don't think I've watched one full episode of Survivor.
0: But you kind of know the... Yeah, okay. Okay, what do you think you need to work on, the social, the physical, or any other part of the game for you to be successful?
2: In Survivor? Yeah. I will say, well, I mean, right now the physical, but if I was healthy, I'll say the social part, the social game.
1: I can't imagine Kevin backstabbing
2: anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: I think mine would be the opposite. I think socially I'd be okay. My issue is, is just not being like a jerk because I'm hungry day two. I think that would be my problem. <laughs> I'd be so grumpy. I don't know how they do it.
2: Yeah. I don't know if I would be able to lie straight to the face of somebody in that game, in that game so... I don't know.
1: You put a lot of eggs in the win-all-the-challenges bucket? Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: My, another thing I have a question about in Survivor is one night laying in those beds, I, I would throw my back out day two. <laughs> get, bring me the helicopter. I'm out of here. All right,
1: that was fun. We got to know our guests. Let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back with a very exciting sports joke.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. For us, that's the Sacramento Kings. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that doesn't mean you can't catch basketball from your couch in style. We are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring our listeners up to seventy five percent off on select items. Yes. You heard that right. Go to podgo.co slash NBA for up to 75% off select items from the NBA store. The NBA, where amazing happened.
1: Sports Chug with the Spivey Brothers. Cubs are good. Get the ball to big country. Generic soccer take. All right, that's enough. I'm out of breath. All right, this week for Sports Jog, we are going to do the opposite of what we did with the Kings, where we said all the things that they did wrong and what they should have done instead. And we're going to recap a team that actually had everything break right and turned into the greatest super team in the history of the NBA. We're going to be talking about how the Warriors became the Warriors. You guys excited? I'm excited.
0: I can't wait. I'm so excited. You love the Warriors. <laughs> Always have. <laughs>
1: All right, so we're going to start off with the engine that drives the Golden State Warriors, and that is Steph Curry. And how did Steph Curry fall to the Warriors? It doesn't make any sense. Now, looking back at it, it doesn't make any sense.
2: The (laughs) beat. Seemed to (laughs) beat. Went second.
1: So we start with the draft. He goes seventh overall. I guess there's some concern because of his ankles, which is part of the reason why he falls and why they fall down to seventh. But before him goes Hashim Thabit. Hashim beat At number two, yep. To Memphis. Basically, just a joke. Mm -hmm. And then Minnesota drafts not one, but two point guards ahead of him. At five and six. Back-to-back. Back-to-back point guards that were the wrong pick.
2: And then Steph goes to the Warriors.
1: Yeah, they drafted Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio over Steph Curry, which in retrospect is terrible, but
2: at the time, it didn't the feel like it was. The hype on Rubio was real yeah, at the time. out kind of Spain. And
1: Johnny Flynn on Syracuse was pretty good.
0: But it's one of those things you just never know. Yeah. Drafting is got a really good scouting department.
1: And the Kings also picked Tyreek Evans over Steph as well. But we talked about that on a previous episode.
0: Yeah, at the time, I mean, Tyreek was a better player when they came into the NBA.
2: And he won Rookie of the Year that year, too. So Just Curry
0: changed the NBA to him. <laughs> to make Tyreek Evans obsolete. A guy who can't shoot
2: literally <laughs> can't
0: play in the league anymore yeah
2: all
1: right so let's talk about some of the other things that go along with steph so he was drafted in 09 kind of a slow start playing with don nelson had to gain his trust um he doesn't really kick in for a little bit now he gets thrown in in some trade scenarios so they need some defensive help on the backside. They're able to trade for Andrew Bogut, who was the number one overall pick at one point. Mm-hmm. Now, the stories I've heard about it is they gave Milwaukee the choice. Do between want, two, yeah, between, between two players. do you want Monte Ellis or Steph Curry? And they said Monte Ellis.
2: Yeah, they said Monte because they didn't think Curry's ankles were going to hold up. So, they decided, uh, we'll take Monte instead of Curry. And, uh... They brought Bog, you know, Bogut came back in the in that trade. You look at it now, like, imagine if they took Curry and then they draft Giannis. Wow. <laughs> That'd and, be a
0: really fun team to watch. I think we might get to do it. Oh, they're on opposite sides, I guess, but they'll be in the All-Star game. They're yeah. going to do that draft thing again? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I think we,
1: sure. no, I think they're doing conferences again. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll get Steph LeBron for the first time ever. That'd be kind of cool. Which would be interesting.
2: But, yeah, that's a bad look on Milwaukee, you know. Just and think- it's just funny that the Warriors, you know, offered Curry in this trade. They didn't even know how good Curry was going to be, which is, you know, well, pretty we'll, funny.
1: We'll talk about what happens pretty quickly. So part of the ankle thing is he signs his deal early. The, the team commits to him. They believe in him. And he signs a four-year, $44 million contract. What a steal. 11 a year, which at the time, it seemed risky because we didn't know how long he could play. Like there's a lot, like Johnny Flint had injuries. He was yeah. out of the league pretty quick. There's a lot of guys, that's what happens to their career. When we went back and look at that draft thing, it was like, yeah, he was pretty good, but he got hurt and he was out. So it was risky at the time. But yeah. now looking back on it, it's just absurd. Yeah, And it ends up being one of the reasons that they're able to put this team together is because they're dealing with this four-year, tiny Cheap. little contract. Yeah, the most friendly, team-friendly deal. Weight.
2: Yeah, most team-friendly deal in the entire NBA. So...
1: So he also signs it mid-season, and what happens is playoff time, we find out who Steph Curry is. Yeah. When he goes bananas, they beat the three seed Nuggets. They almost beat San Antonio. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, Steph Curry. And they're like.
2: And that was a time where the Warriors hadn't beaten San Antonio in, like, San Antonio, like, who knows how long. I mean, it was like. Nobody's been beating San Antonio at that point. And they, you know, they put that fear in San Antonio. They were close. I mean, what was kind of cool? It was like Davidson
0: Curry, like he was just filling it up.
2: Yeah, I mean, there was, there was a game at when he was at Davidson where the team would double team Curry the entire game just so he wouldn't go for forty against them. They, you know, Davidson played four on three, and Curry just sat in the corner because he knew, like, he's not gonna.
1: I was watching the game tonight. and There was a play like that where Draymond had the ball, Curry comes out to the right hand side. Two guys go to guard him, and Draymond just looks back him door. off and just yeah.
2: backdoor pass The dunk, yeah. Him. Which is
1: basically how the whole team works, is they just get all these easy shots, because you have to double him. There's yeah. no one that can guard him. Yeah, especially when he's hot. Yeah, he's like 9 for 13 at that point. It's like, you, you have to jump on him. You it's like, three mathematically, guys you give up a dunk over letting yeah, him Yeah, you'd him rather give three.
2: up two than the three, so... <laughs> 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 it's crazy.
1: All right, let's move on to our next player from the Warriors' dynasty, and we have Clay Thompson, that defensive stud of the guards, one of the best shooters of all time. He yeah. just happens to play with the best shooter. Yeah, all exactly.
2: Time. Yeah, he could be considered the best shooter, and he's not even the best shooter on his own team. So, But the two of them, they just work so well together because Clay is, you can say, introverted. He just doesn't want the spotlight. He's just a two-way player, and... uh yeah, he's just the perfect teammate for Steph.
0: I mean, that's one of the things when you are putting these. I mean, they drafted well and to make their super team until they got KD. But you have to find the right pieces that are going to fit. You can't get all these guys. Like we'll see how the Nets do with all those big egos over there. But those two worked perfectly.
2: Well, yeah, and it was homegrown. Like it's not like they you know signed these guys from big free agent contracts. They've worked. You know, they got drafted, like Troy said, and you know, were hand in hand together.
1: Clay is drafted 11th overall, another player from our list that the Kings could have drafted. Um, they're just finding these people. Great work by the GM. Changing the NBA. I feel like Jerry West is just like pulling the strings like the Emperor from Star Wars, just sitting in the back there, just yeah. helping him out. So, Clay again, we had another more trade rumors. Clay is always the piece because same with Steph where He wasn't immediately like mm-hmm. an impact guy. I mean, they drafted him 11th overall. It took him a while to learn the system and really find what his role was going to be. And he was in Kevin Love rumors for years. Mm-hmm. They had one on the books. It was going to be Clay and a first to y- get Kevin Love. Yeah,
2: to bring Kevin Love from and Minnesota. David
0: Lee.
1: And David Lee. The and first w- would have been Harrison Barnes yep so
2: and who who didn't sign or you know the gm was ready to get it going and jerry west was like no
0: that's probably a bad idea yeah we're not doing this we're not
1: getting rid of clay thompson they just kind of like see the the value in these people like i think everyone was like yeah just get rid of clay get kevin love yeah, he's a superstar it, at the time that was that was pre um calves kevin love that was automatic twenty ten yes. Kevin Love. Double double. Um it would have been a great fit. It would have given them some size. It would have given them rebounding and they just had the foresight. It's like, no, we're just gonna have the two best shooters of all time. They're just not there
0: yet. We'll just we'll just wait on it. Nothing but time. I mean they weren't expected to do anything for yeah. the longest of time.
2: Right. And then I mean he brings us to the next player, which is Draymond. I mean he basically was Not Kevin Love to that type, but he was able to do those type of things that, you know, Kevin Love would have done for the Warriors, you know, just change the game on the defensive end for the Warriors.
1: Another player they drafted, which absolutely helps them build it, not only because they'll get a, they get the rookie contracts, but they also get the rights to re-sign them and go over the cap, which they absolutely did. Mm -hmm. Um, He's drafted 35th overall. It's actually the Warriors' third pick that draft. draft, They passed on him twice. Uh, They must have known that they could get him. I don't think they had any idea what he was going to turn into.
0: Do you think he turned? I, I say this all the time. Do you think he turns into Draymond Green if he doesn't get drafted by the Warriors? Though
1: absolutely not. No other team would give him the freedom or the opportunity to do what he did.
2: Completely agree. I mean, yeah he he was able to do his own thing and not you know be relied on to score you know he was his he was the anchor of the defense right. for them
1: yeah Dennis Rodman doesn't get to do what Dennis Rodman does unless you have Michael Jordan and Scott Pippen yeah or those really good teams that they <laughs> the, that when he played on the Pistons they, like you have to have those pieces to let that happen if you just put him on the Kings, the kings
2: yeah with Boogie
1: you just have another guy out there that can't
0: score. Yeah. Well, it's nice with Draymond though; is you can play a little bit smaller and have all those shooters on the floor because he can guard somewhat of the bigger guys. Yeah. It allowed him to make
1: that evolution to change the NBA, where you have all the shooters. You've got no. You go no center
2: and switch everything basically because mm-hmm. Draymond can guard anybody. Same with Clay though. That's okay. our
1: th- that's our third player. The Kings kind of
0: drafted. <laughs> yeah, we could be the Warriors. <laughs>
1: That's basically what this podcast is. It's all the things they missed on to that could have been worse.
0: Hey, the 11 and 11 Kings. Okay, leave them alone. It's true.
1: We finally had a draft that worked out for us where Halliburton fell to the Kings. So. Yeah, Fox is pretty good, too, I've heard. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good at basketball. And we ended up with
0: Harrison Barnes, too. Bagley's garbage, but that's, that's for another show. <laughs> that's just for another show. If you don't believe me, just look at his dad's tweets.
1: All right, let's talk about the coaching For the Warriors, which the evolution of the coaching I think is what helps develop Steph clay some of these guys early on into what they become. Steph starts with Don Nelson, Hall of Famer, Mm -hmm. awesome coach, made him earn his spot, which I think was really good for him. I think if you good for any rookie. I think you put him on the Hawks or something and let him go wild. He doesn't develop what he needs to. He's Trey Young.
0: You know how I feel about
1: Trey Young. Yeah, you hate Trey Young. Then they moved to Mark Jackson, super defensive-minded coach, which I think it really, really helps this team down the road when they make their transition.
2: I think it laid the foundation right. for them. You know,
1: you took a really good defensive-minded team and then you added in the crazy Steve Kerr motion offense yeah, and you get both.
2: Gets into that next level. Because that-
1: you think about the Warriors and they're this crazy shooting team, but it's really their defense that makes them win a lot of these games.
0: Do you think... Ooh, who's calling in? Um, do you think if Mark Jackson stays as the coach of the Warriors that they win the title that next year, or do you think it's because of Kerr that they went over the top?
2: Yeah, I personally think that I don't think I think Jackson's words were falling on deaf ears by the end of his his run. I don't think uh, anybody was. I I I think the change needed to be made, and you know Kerr was the one to. And it's funny because Kerr had no coaching experience before that, you know, and he still did a, you know, hell of a job to get them over the hump and win the title. So
1: he had been a player on a bunch of super winning teams exactly, and been an assistant coach for the Spurs. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's been part of a bunch of really good franchises. So he's he's the right guy for it. I Mm -hmm. think, I think that the. But I really think Mark Jackson gets understated, and he's really part of the reason why they're so good defensively. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on to Iguodala. So not only do we have these three perennial all-pro players on the team, or all-NBA, I guess it is, because we're not playing football. Um, Draymond could. Yeah. So it's the role players on this team that really does it. So everyone in the playoffs has two, three superstars, but forget who i was listening to they said you it's really the role players that take you over the top i think it was chris weber in a recent interview that i heard with him that said that so they get iguodala another one of those i don't know how he ends up there
2: well it's funny because he leveraged the kings wanted him he leveraged the king's offer to the warriors and he signs with golden state it's like the Kings could have had Andre Iguodala. He might not have been as good as he was for the King, you know, for the Warriors, well, but he, still.
1: He also turned down a 5-year deal from Denver for more money to come play for the Warriors. Yeah. And not the Warriors didn't just sign him. They will that they signed him and they're like, "Well, let's just turn this into a sign and trade and they gained more cap room for themselves." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Denver kind of got something out of it and they were able to get more cap room, which is Again, part of the reason why they're able to do what they did later on when we get there. But Iguodala really is the anchor of the defense. Him and Draymond. Draymond. Yeah, the two of them. You need the two of them to go along with Steph and Clay, really, with their shooting.
0: But then again, that's all about the Draymond. You can have Draymond, Iggy. Be the five. And then those other two. Just like, whatever. We can just throw a center in there occasionally if we want, or we can just go Harrison Barnes or these other guys. Exactly. Yep, yeah. Iggy ends up being the MVP of the first championship
1: that they win. He shouldn't have been, but he was. Yeah. LeBron still I won't say like,
2: anything about that, but yeah, he LeBron won the MVP. LeBron still scored like 33 a game. Yeah.
1: Whatever. <laughs> he played pretty good defense. And they
2: won the title, so. Yeah.
1: He was scoring more before they started him and put him on Yeah, in, so. exactly. I guess you get it to him. Um,
0: they also get Sean Livingston. Huge. Huge to come in that second unit and take care of the ball, play good defense.
2: Leandro Barbosa was there too, and he was solid. They the drafted
1: Harrison Barnes, who could hit an open three sometimes. Sometimes tonight, the f- yes, tonight he did. <laughs> so they had all those. They had a lot of key players. They had some good medium contracts that they were able to dump,
2: and still had Steph's cur- Steph's contract too, you know.
1: And that leads us to. The offseason in 2016, where they turned the corner from super great team that happened to win 73 games.
2: And lose the title. And then lose. Which was probably, you, know, you got the Hampton Five where...
1: I think that's the most fun team. I don't 17, 18, they're obviously a better team, but I think the 15 and 16 teams were more fun. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, I agree with you there, 100%.
0: Well, pe- people liked them. They yes. Oh, we just won seventy three. Now we're gonna bring on one of the best players in the NBA. Exactly.
2: Like, but that you had that recruiting where all of them are met him in Jersey.
1: All right. So we go to the sixteen off season. Yes. There's one big key guy out there, in the craziest off season that I've ever seen. The cap goes up twenty million. They're throwing around money like it's nothing. I think Timothy Mazgov made like seventeen million a year. I think the Lakers are still paying Luau Day yep, like some crazy are. amount of money from that offseason. But Kevin Durant's sitting out there. Now he's on the Thunder. He is the best player in the history of that franchise. They just can't get over the hump.
2: Well, in the Western Conference finals, they're up 3 to 1 on the Warriors, him and Westbrook. Yeah, what happens? And they if, blow it. What happens
0: if they don't blow that? It's just the history of the world just changed. Yeah. In the Durant probably
2: stays.
1: That's the big what if is yeah. is that series
2: because I think the
1: Thunder probably win that championship because I think they're better than would have been the Heat that year.
2: No, I was still, was it, it was still it was Cleveland. Cavs. Yeah, it was Cleveland.
1: It's it's LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> whoever it is. Yeah, on yeah, that yeah, side. yeah, yeah. But I think yeah, I think the Thunder ended up winning that, and then Kevin Durant never leaves. Yeah, but Kevin Durant's out there. He's sick of playing with Russell Westbrook. We don't know for sure if he's going to leave or not everyone is throwing their crazy pitches with like they're sending in rappers and they're making videos and Mm -hmm. flying out to the Hamptons where he's just there and they're just like bringing in all these presentations. Like they're trying to impress Princess Jasmine and Aladdin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Basically making LeBron's thing for
1: the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And then comes this offer that we don't see coming. Come play for the Warriors. It's going to be super fun. You don't have to be the lead dude, and we'll probably win a couple championships. And that's the pitch.
2: Yeah. And it worked, because he signs for...
1: Not Jay-Z, not all the other ones that came. Yeah. It's the, let's go play fun basketball. Take the pressure off, and we can win. Yeah.
2: yeah that's what worked. Yep. Exactly. Can't beat
0: them, join them. Yeah.
1: And then we just, then they broke the league at that point, and then it's not fun anymore.
0: They're just too good. I mean, they weren't the first super team to do it, but I mean, it's just one of those things. You win the most games ever, and then you add a top three player in the NBA. When healthy.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was was video game. It was, you know, create a team on 2K, and you put all your players at 99, basically, and you're like, okay, well, let's roll the ball out. We're going to win. doesn't matter.
1: All right, so what the Kings need to do, they need to draft... Three
0: all, all NBA, NBA players. Guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: That fall to them in the draft.
0: Won't happen.
1: That, that won't happen. That, that happened once. We got Halliburton. What a oh man! That kid's so good. I love that guy. So we got to do that two more times. Halliburton has to get hurt, so that a uh, we don't know if he's going to play, and then he has to sign some super tiny deal. <laughs> We have to draft a bunch of whole a bunch of other really good role players that we can throw in, in trades to get people. Do you trade Bagley at this point? I don't think you get anything back. You get like a washing machine. Yeah, it, I mean, that you don't get for the tropics. For him. <laughs> you don't get anything
2: for him. You just gotta hold on to him.
1: Yeah, you gotta wait it out. Yeah, you you don't sign the fifth year if it doesn't work out.
2: I've read something that
0: the Kings have the third best closing lineup in the NBA right now. That's pretty good because they put Fox Halliburton, Barnes, Holmes, and Buddy, and Buddy. They're the third
1: best unit, not just in the fourth quarter, but they're the third best wow. unit in the league.
0: Not Buddy tonight. I think <laughs> I think still won.
2: I think the Kings will sign his fifth year no matter what. Like they're they're in bed with Bagley, like especially with what Luca is doing. Like they, I think they keep Bagley as long as possible.
0: He's very talented. He just can't play defense. We knew that.
2: We did through. know that. You you said it at Duke. It's like he cannot play any defense. They played zone to hide him,
0: and he still played man to man. I think, and just the guy would score twenty on him. He's so bad at defense.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, we'll do a full Martin Bedley's bad at defense <laughs> one, but we just wanted to go through through all the scenarios. We really wanted to say, basically,
0: the Kings could have been the Warriors, but they decided not to. But, I mean, it's one of those things, like, with any dynasty, even, like, the Patriots. I mean, maybe that's a future episode, but all the things that have to go right. That will not be an episode <laughs> on my podcast. All the things that have to go right for you to be good, to even just win one championship, let alone three out of five or whatever they won, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. It blows my mind all the times it has to roll your way. Yeah.
1: I mean, even the teams that are just signing free agents and creating super teams, or trading to create super teams, they still had to do really good in the draft to have the assets to be able to make those moves.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. And you still have to win the games. Yeah. Or you have a disgruntled NBA all-star that just doesn't want to be there, and you pay you know half of what he's actually worth, like Brooklyn did, so... But they, they still had to have Yeah, they Jared still had the players. They still yeah. had to
1: have Carl Landry. And Karis still, LeVert. And LeVert. They yeah. still had to not trade away all of their picks for the next five years. Yes. <laughs> They're all in. Yeah. They're going to be a fun team. Number one offense. The league's worst defense. Yeah. Maybe the worst defense in the history of the NBA.
0: No longer the Kings. Kings are actually trying to play it lately. It's weird. They're a top ten defense in the last like seven games. Halliburton's everywhere. That guy gets so many deflections and steals. I love Halliburton. He's Whiteside's getting all these blocks. Did you see Green try to go just posterize him today? I don't know if you guys watched it. Mm-mm. And Whiteside just stuffs him. It was the crowd was going crazy. <laughs>
1: I think he stuffed a he stuffed a dunk and blocked him on a three point shot. In the same game, the same guy tried to do a step back three, and he just
0: blocked him too. As Ophi as he is, he's been playing really well lately. Yeah, he's super
1: Ophi and clumsy on offense, though. He just shut
0: down Jokic today. He only had like, like forty four. Yeah, <laughs> he scored fifty two, didn't he? Jokic. Yeah. Oh, he might have. He banked in a three late. I don't know. If he, that scored, could... I mean, he scored. I
1: think he scored fifty two today and 14 assists.
0: Still didn't score more than
1: Curry. And Luke in the post-game conference today is like, yeah, we did pretty good slowing him down. I mean, he scored 52 and he had 14 assists, but maybe we didn't do that good of a job. But we shut everyone else down.
0: it was nice is thing's the second time Murray hasn't played when we've played against him out of three games. That helps. Yeah, 58 and 12.
1: He scored 107 fantasy points for me. That today. is ridiculous. Alright, let's wrap up Sports Jog. Let's get out of this mode. Let's get a little wacky. We'll come back. we grab back. Throughout the history of America, there have been many heroes. Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves and was a vampire hunter. Ben Franklin invented bifocals and swim fins. It's true. Look it up. Babe Ruth shattered all of baseball's records between eating hot dogs and drinking beers. One American hero, however, goes overlooked. Her name is Ruth Graves Wakefield. She was a dietitian, educator, business owner, and author. Oh yeah, and she invented the chocolate chip cookie. She in- invented it. That recipe on every bag of Nestle chocolate chips? Yeah, that's hers. The next time you sit down to enjoy a chocolate chip cookie, remember the name of the lady that made it all possible. Ruth Graves Wakefield, a true American hero. Grab
0: bag.
1: Grab bag. 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 All right, let's play some grab bag. Grab bag. I'm excited. Try, why don't you kick us off?
0: I'll try it. I no. usually
1: get us in the spirits for <laughs> grab bag.
0: All right, so here we are. We're you're out.
1: Not, you never like ease us in. Like, no. What's your favorite color?
0: No. We just getting wacky. We're not dipping toes. We're cannonballing always. <laughs> All right, so we're out camping. You're in a solo man tent. While you're sleeping, the hole is created in the tent, and you wake up in the pitch black. There are three different animals that you can choose to be in your tent. Which one? I'm going to choose three different animals. Which one are you most terrified by? Waking up in the dark and it's in your tent. You have a skunk, a snake, you don't know if it's poisonous or not, or just a herd of cockroaches in your tent. Those are your three options. Which one is the most terrifying and which one do you think you'd handle the best?
2: You want to go first, Zach?
1: I would be most terrified by the snake, for sure. The skunk would be just like an inconvenience. I'd freak out at any of them. I'd hate the skunk. I'd hate all of them. I think the cockroaches would be the le- the one I'd be the least worried about. I'd just get out of the tent at that point.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't I'd be most frightened by the snake. I'm Not a big fan of snakes, but I mean, the skunk is it's there. It's not gonna hurt you, it's just gonna stink for a week.
0: That's the thing with the skunk. I probably the most afraid of the skunk. Just because it's going to be lasting. You know, if I get bit by a snake, a little poison, you know, what can you do? <laughs> but the skunk, you know, I'm going to have to, like, take baths and, like, get, like, prune juice or however you get the smell out. I think that's just going to take longer to get over. With the cockroaches, I'm fine, you know. It's going to freak me out. But, like you said, you can shake them off and just yeah. jump out.
1: All right. You guys ready for mine? Mm-hmm. All right. You go on vacation to a small town in Pennsylvania. hmm You wake up in the morning, and it's the same day as before. You're in Punxsutawney. How many days would it take you to figure out that you're stuck in the curse before you start making rash decisions? And once you're for sure that you're in it, like it's been like a year... What kind of weird skills would you want to work on?
0: The hard part with that is you learn the skills, but you can't really use them more than a day. So I'm not sure what I would do. I would be about a week before I would be pretty sure. Sure. There's the same thing. I would just ease my way in kind of like Bill Murray did before I got too crazy building the snowman.
1: I mean, it seems like he's, like, driving on the train tracks, like, four days in. (laughs) Although the timeline in that movie is kind of weird. I don't know, like, four days that I'm, like, that
2: bought into it. I'm going to go at least probably a week and a half, ten days at least, where I'm thinking, okay, this is not normal. I'm going ten days.
0: See, I don't know what I would... That's the hard part. Like, what do you do to where no one's going to remember tomorrow except you? And then you just do it again?
1: Well, I mean, Bill Murray worked on like flipping cards into a hat and
0: doing ice sculptures with chainsaws. I think you'd have to find something that if it does get back to normal that you could use.
2: I would just go golfing.
0: Just the same thing every day. Why not? You'd Let's go golfing.
2: Good. Yeah, exactly.
0: Same course.
2: Same course. Yeah, the only course in town.
0: You, Everyone you play with, you tell them exactly what they're going to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you just bet him all the time. Yeah. Not that the money would do you any good go because
0: the days <laughs> going to start over. But it would just be kind of fun. Does He He doesn't keep the money? Because it's all gone when he wakes Everything up. Everything resets. Yeah. But his memory of it. He this keeps stays. the memory of it.
2: The muscle memory of your golf swing. That's what I would do.
1: That'd be hard. I mean, if you're stuck in it forever, like, it's like... Hundreds of years that I think this this takes place over. I think golf would be boring after Yeah. the same course true you like a scratch golfer and
0: <laughs> You go to different courses, I think I learned like 12 languages This is all about if it ever comes if it never comes back, I mean do, does he age? I can't remember is he just the same it's the same day over and over again He doesn't even have to floss remember
2: smart don't waste your time with that <laughs> that's what the dentist is for right
1: alright Trey what's your next question
0: alright I got a trapped question slash which one could you live longer in okay you get locked in a sauna okay or you get locked in a commercial grade freezer which one do you think you could last longer
2: in um, I'm gonna go the sauna One of my old jobs, you'd have to walk into a freezer, negative like 30 degrees, and it would take like three minutes and you'd need to get out. It was that cold, so I'm going sauna, easily. I know sauna's probably not very comfortable, but it's more comfortable than a freezer.
1: Man, that's tough. I guess it would depend on
0: what I'm wearing. If I'm wearing like
1: a ski jacket, then I'm gonna pick the... I'll
0: give you a light sweater and a beanie for the freezer. Is there like a
1: prize that I get for picking no. the longest time? Or? No,
0: you're going to die either way. <laughs> oh. I'm just, which, which, okay, let's change it then. Which I'd rather freeze to death. You'd rather freeze to death?
1: Absolutely. Then? That's the best Dehydrate. way to Dehydrate.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, if we're going that route, if we're going that route, then freezing to death for sure, but.
1: You just get really cold and then you get kind of warm and then you die.
2: Frostbite and can't move.
1: It's supposed to be really peaceful.
2: I don't know. I've How seen do we Titanic. know that though?
0: <laughs> I've seen Titanic. And he let go all
1: right this is my next question when you're reading a piece of paper or you're reading a book or whatever people do whose voice is it is in your head and whose voice do you wish it was because when i read stuff it's not the speaking voice because we have a podcast now i hear my
0: voice all the time
1: that's not the voice in my head reading things
0: I just think you have a lot of voices in your head, and they're all saying, (laughs) eat me. (laughs) Um, I wish it was Morgan Freeman. Okay. I think that would be cool, everything I read. I don't read a lot, obviously, but I think Morgan Freeman would be the best voice.
1: It'd be soothing. That'd be
0: good. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think.
1: What does your voice in your head sound like when you're reading?
2: Well, it's just the same voice as it talking, like when I'm reading. I don't read books very much anyway, so... But the voice I want it to be, man. I don't know. I didn't even think about that. Catching me off guard here, Zach. I don't know. What about you?
1: See, I want to go outrageous and say like Gilbert Gottfried, but I think that'll get old after like three or four days. Maybe a month. Um,
2: Morgan like, Freeman's a good one. I mean I
1: think Ron Howard would be a good one. Be a fun one.
0: Who would you want to be the voiceover of your
2: entire life? The guy from the Allstate commercials. (laughs) That'd
1: be a good one. That'd
0: be good.
2: Yeah. I don't know his name, but he's definitely uh, his voice.
1: It's Serrano from Major League.
2: Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right, I got one last one.
0: Okay. In the satchel. I put down cleaning question, but it's only kind of all right, you have three options. You have to do one of them. You have to hand mow an entire football field that hasn't been mowed in a year, including cleaning out the bag every time it fills. You have to second option, you have to vacuum a mansion that had a New Year's party the night before and confetti fell from every single part of the ceiling. Or three, you have to mop and clean an entire gymnasium after a food fight broke out.
2: First off, how did you come up with this situation?
0: <laughs> if you have to ask, you can't afford it, Kevin. Man. These are just, that's how my mind works. This is the first one I came up with too.
2: So which one would you rather do? Yeah, which one the would, three? of the three
0: would you rather do?
2: Um... I will go with the vacuuming the confetti.
0: In the mansion?
2: In the mansion. I will do that.
0: Do you have a reason for it? you Are going to show your work at all?
2: I'm not trying to... I don't want to mop. That doesn't sound like fun at all. And hand mowing 100 yards. Is it like a
1: regular lawnmower? Or are you thinking like with a pair of scissors we're
0: going to hand mow it? No, like a normal push mower. But
2: cleaning the bag like... After every time you dump the bag, is what you're saying?
0: So since it hasn't been mowed in a yeah year, yeah, the grass can be high, so your bag yeah. is gonna fill more often.
2: After like three yards, I'm gonna go with the the vacuum, the confetti. Even though that you're probably gonna have to do it four or five times, I'll still I'll still do it that way.
1: I think I do the lawnmower. I'm gonna be outside. I think that's the most relaxing. I don't have to fix the vacuum because it's obviously going to work from <laughs> all the confetti. And I'm not cleaning up the food fight. Yeah. Yeah, I already then. have to clean up against two kids already. Lucas basically treats every meal as a food fight. so.
0: But I mean, at least when you clean it up at home, Heather just holds I'm your gonna, feet. I'm going to
1: be jacked after I empty this lawnmower bag like 400 <laughs> times and carry it
0: to the
2: dumpster. That's just for dumpster. the f- 50 yards. <laughs>
0: yeah. Would it change at all if it was raining? Well, absolutely. I'm not mowing anything in the rain.
2: Okay, so what would your
0: option then be? Oh. I think the, I'm, still
2: not, I'm still not cleaning food fight. I stuff. think the mop's third place, yeah. no matter what. But
0: yeah. I hate vacuuming. And it's a mansion completely carpeted.
2: Even the steps, the stairs? Hacks, yeah. You gotta get the little
0: hose out. A
1: gymnasium full of food fight though? <laughs> That'd be terrible. Yeah,
0: it's like five hundred kids.
1: No, nah, it's a I'd, big I'd, gymnasium. I'd vacuum before that. I'd rank that one last.
0: Food fight last. I think that's... Yeah, me too. That's the safe way to do it.
1: Do we have anything else?
2: I love grab bags. I
1: love a good grab bag. Well, Kev, thanks for joining us on the podcast this week. We had a good time.
2: Yeah, thank you. Always enjoy it.
0: We appreciate you not playing one-on-one basketball before the show tonight.
2: Yes. (laughs) I thought about it playing with the eight-year-old, but no.
0: I think that was like a Thursday night too, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was. we had to fit it in. Zach and I had some modeling gig or something we had Probably. to go to. Nabisco was in town. <laughs> Big Oreo guys. I do love an
1: Oreo. All right, Troy. Where can people find us on social media?
0: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Spivey Special. And check out our, it's not special Spivey either, Ryan from Golf Fanatics. Um, Spiveyspecialpodcast.com is our website. Zach's been updating the brackets that we do every week on our Instagram story. Check them out there, how we got to all the different winners that we've had. Queen.
1: Yeah, we've had a lot of brackets. Beef jerky. I don't even know if I have those ones up there. I'm going to have to add those ones back in. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks, thanks for calling for, you out you're calling me out for not making brackets all right also check us out on the old tiktok at spivey special podcast
0: we have to ask you can't afford it like we always say
1: that's a weird place but if you if you want to go to the tiktok which i don't recommend we're there and it's weird
0: not if you want to sleep tonight not if you want to sleep tonight <laughs> zach you're fat troy you're fat later <laughs>